Hey everyone, and welcome back to Let Me Figure Out My Life Real Quick. What am I doing? Am I overthinking this? Do they really like me? Or are they judging my choices? Why should I even care? Am I on the right path? What does my future look like? Just let me figure out my life real quick. Okay, so today is going to be an interesting episode. I am feeling a lot of feelings right now. I've been feeling really emotional lately. I've been feeling really exhausted lately. My body hurts. I haven't had Starbucks today. Maybe that's why. I do have a Starbucks addiction at this point, which is terrible considering at the beginning of the semester, I never went to Starbucks and now here I am addicted. But I haven't had caffeine today and I can feel it. So I'm going to have to rely on some inner energy here to get me through the episode. But it's going to be okay because I think as soon as I start talking about planners, everything will change. I will get so much energy. I will just be living my best life. So why don't we just go ahead and get started because there's no time to waste here being tired. That's not what anyone wants from today's episode. (laughs) Anyway, just thought I had to set the scene there. I'm also wearing one of like three shirts that I always record podcasts in. So if you're watching my YouTube channel, you probably always see me in the same outfits. And for that, I apologize, but also not really because this is a really comfortable shirt and it's tie-dye, so like, what more could you want? And if you don't watch me on YouTube, maybe give YouTube a try sometime. You can find me under my name, Meredith Mistro, although it's spelled Mistrot with a T at the end because it's annoying like that. Go find me on YouTube or just search Let Me Figure Out My Life Real Quick podcast and it should pop up with all the episodes I've done of this podcast so far. And today I'm really going to try and just be more exciting in front of the camera because sometimes I watch back my podcasts on YouTube and I realize how I'm literally just sitting on my bed the whole time. So I'm not really doing anything, but for some reason, I've heard people like to watch podcasts and see the visual. So, you know what? Here I am. I'm doing it. And today's episode might actually be a good one to watch because I will be talking a lot about my planner. I have it right here. I'm going to be actually showing the viewers my planner. If you're just a listener, totally fine. You'll just have to use your imagination a little bit, okay? So, just like I'm trying to get the energy up for this episode, I I want you to get that energy up too so you can really envision what my planner looks like, what the world of planning can do for you, and just get excited because guys, planning is so much fun. So I'm going to spend the majority of the episode just talking about planners, why I need one and why I think planners are so important. And then I'm going to get into what I use to plan, how I chose my planner, the different types of planners out there, what I would recommend for other people. And then I'm going to kind of get into how I use my planner. I want to push all of you to get your own planners if you have not this year, because look, we're all trying to figure out our lives here. I have not figured out my life yet, but don't let that stop you from getting a planner because trust me, if I didn't have a planner, my life would be so much less figured out than it even is right now. And I I know you're probably thinking, whoa, 
you mean it can get worse than this? Like, I, you really don't have your life figured out, girl. It, it can get worse, trust me. You should be glad you didn't know me in, like, my middle school days. Well, honestly, though, couldn't everyone say the same? Middle school is just a weird, terrible time for, I think, everyone I've ever met. So, um, maybe some of you did know me in middle school. If so, I am so sorry you had to go through that. But hey, you know, we all got through it. Anyway, in middle school, I don't think I had a planner and I was all over the place. I was kind of struggling. I was trying to figure out my life. I did pretty well, but I could have done a lot better. And I think all of my middle school issues truly could have been resolved if I had just had a planner. It's a small investment for big changes. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, see, I'm already starting to ramble about planners, and I haven't even gotten to anything on my outline, so let me look at this here, and okay, we're ready to start. I'm not rambling anymore. So, number one, why do I use planners? Why do I think planners are important, not only in the new year, which is what this series is about, but, but really, in general, why do I think planners are important? A planner is really that one thing that has always helped me feel a sense of control over my life and has helped me feel organized and just kind of like I might have some things figured out. It kind of gives me the illusion that I have my life figured out sometimes, even if I really don't, which yeah, some people might argue that's kind of unhealthy to rely on a planner for the validation that your life is figured out. But seriously, when you're living in my brain, sometimes you just need that. And that's what a planner gives me. So that's why I use planners. They just make me feel better about my life. Um, we love that. <laughs> Unhealthy relationships. Don't worry. Um, this isn't a toxic relationship, I promise. But it just helps me feel more controlled over my life. Have you ever just felt like there's so much going on in your brain and you just keep thinking of thing after thing that you have to do, decision after decision that you still have to make, and it's like overwhelming you to the point where you're just paralyzed and you can't actually do anything because you're so overwhelmed by the amount of stuff that you have to do and that you have to remember and you're worried you're not gonna remember it all, so you just keep thinking about it all, and then you can never do anything, because if you do something, then you're worried you're gonna forget everything else you have to do. Yeah, if that just stressed you out listening to me talk about that, then you need a planner. That's, That's all I'm saying. Planners just help you do a total brain dump. You get everything that you're worrying about out of your brain onto a piece of paper or a computer, whatever you prefer, and boom, your life has changed and you no longer have to worry about forgetting things because it's all in one place. And then you're more motivated to get those things done because you can check it off or, you know, strike through it in your pen or whatever you use and feel good about yourself. So they help you feel control, at least they do for me. Another reason why I love planners and think they are important to use, especially in the new year and just during this crazy time we're in right now, is because for me, planners are actually a huge form of stress relief. That kind of goes off of what I just said, because when you get everything out of your brain, you're kind of bound to feel less stressed and a little more relaxed because you don't have a million things going on in your mind at once. But not only is it a form of stress relief in that way, this is going to sound crazy, but it's also 
just kind of relaxing to write in my planner. I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this, but sometimes just writing out a to-do list, even if it's the most stressful thing in the world and I have like a million things that I'm writing down to get done, the process of writing it out is actually kind of relaxing to me. Like, I dare you to just put on your favorite music, get out a journal, a planner, whatever you want, and just start writing everything you have to do, write things that you're thinking about, write your schedule for the day, and I just want to know how relaxed you feel doing it because I always feel just such a sense of relaxation and like I'm really doing some good self-care when I just write stuff down in my planner, no matter how stressful it is. So we all need that kind of stress relief, especially right now. So if you want that, if you just want to relieve some of your worries by writing down your worries, then invest in a planner. And finally, the last reason I have on here is it's fun with three exclamation marks because... Duh, if I haven't made it clear already, planners are the most fun things on the planet. I really had to force myself to not say funnest there. I think funnest is actually a word now, though. Like, for a long time when I was growing up, everyone would joke around saying funnest, and then there would always be the one kid who would ruin it and be like, funnest isn't a word. Which, yeah, I was sometimes that kid because it wasn't, but I think it's been added to the dictionary now. Someone check me on this and let me know. This is not related to the episode at all. See how I get off topic? Okay, let's keep going. So now you know why I love planners, why I think planners are so important. You might be wondering, well, Meredith, what do you use to plan? And this is another area that I could talk about all day, but we are sticking to the outline, I promise. So the first thing that I think is a big debate many people have when figuring out what they want to use to plan is, well, should I go digital or should I go with a paper planner? And I personally am not one side or the other. I kind of like both and I know it's annoying. I can never choose sides. I'm indecisive. I see all sides of every issue. Sometimes a good trait, sometimes bad. But with this, Let me make my arguments because I think if you're going to plan, it's good to do it both ways. And I use my digital calendar for different things than I use my paper planner for. So I use Google Calendar as one form of a planner, I guess. You wouldn't necessarily call it a planner, but for me, I use Google Calendar on my laptop, on my phone. It's all connected through my Google account, which is really nice, so I can have it wherever I go. And I use Google Calendar for the bigger events in my life and things that are always the same every day, if that makes sense. So, for example, if I have a big presentation and a class that's coming up in a few weeks, I'll put that on Google Calendar, as well as things like my class schedule, which is pretty much the same every day, every week. I get so used to my class schedule, it's not like I forget it where I have to go in my calendar and even look, but a big reason I also use Google Calendar is because I have it shared with my family so my parents can also see what's on my schedule and they can always know when I'm in class or when I'm free or at least not, you know, in class and they can contact me and it's really helpful for them too. For the small daily things though, the things that change from day to day, I 
don't really I don't really like digital planners or calendars because I just don't like how it all looks. I also am using a paper planner. That is what all of the daily stuff is for. Um, I currently use the Day Designer Planner and I actually got mine from Target, so it's cheaper. Always looking for those deals, you know me. Let's just get into how I found my planner and things that I kind of thought about when I was planner shopping. If you're if you're watching the video, you can see my planner right now. It looks like me in a planner, if you know anything about me. It's got a lot of pink, some flowers on it. It's very girly, very Meredith, and it's just perfect. It has like a little bookmark that says today, and you can put it in today's date. It has stickers. It has folders. It has, you know, 12 months, and oh, there's so much I like about it. There were a few things that were high priority for me when I was looking for a planner. Of course, one, like I said, was price. I wasn't going to be spending... I would say I probably didn't want to spend more than like $30 on a planner, which actually it's pretty reasonable to find planners under $30. I think at Target, most of them were under that. And I just love Target planners. I've always been a fan of Target and their planners. So um, I love that. But there's a lot of planners online that go for more than $30. The Day Designer planners actually are usually much more than that if you go through their website. Something I else I wanted was a daily planner. And let me just elaborate on that. I think it's important when you're planner shopping to kind of go in with a list of criteria. And the first thing that I would say is important to define is whether you want a weekly or a daily planner. That's just how I kind of define it. I think a lot of planners call themselves weekly or daily, but basically if you go for the daily planner, each day is on its own page, whereas if you go for the weekly planner, I think it's like two pages is a week, so there's like three or four days on each page, and really the big difference is how much space you get to write in each day. If you have a lot going on every single day and you have a really long to-do list every day and a packed schedule every day, then I think it's worth it to get the daily planner. But weekly planners are also great because they tend to be a lot smaller sometimes and more condensed. And, you know, especially if you're on the go a lot, it can be nice to have a smaller planner with things that are a little more condensed and you can see your whole week a little more easily than you can in a daily planner where you have to flip back and forth between each day to see what's going on. So there are pros and cons to both, but I think that's one thing I didn't really think about at first and I quickly realized I needed to make a decision on if I wanted weekly or daily because that narrowed down my options a lot and actually made it a lot easier to find the planner that I wanted. The second thing going off of that, I know I already said weekly planners tend to be, I think, a little bit smaller or at least not as many pages as a daily planner because there are just less pages when you have two pages being a week. But 
Still, I think the physical size and dimensions of the planner that you want is something also important to consider. I know a lot of people like really small planners that they can fit in their purse or their backpack and easily take with them everywhere they go. And other people like big planners because either they have a lot they need to write or they have big handwriting or they just like the look, whatever it is. So for me, I knew that I kind of wanted a bigger planner just because I have so much to write and I do have bigger handwriting and I just didn't want to have to stress about space because I've had to stress about space in the past and I end up writing in like all the margins on the sides. It's a mess and I did not want that this year. So even though my planner is pretty large and is pretty heavy and will probably kill my back when I have it in my backpack, I think it's worth it just because it allows me the space I need to write down everything I have going on. It's it's a hefty girl. So um, anyway, I don't know why I just called my planner a hefty girl. I feel like that wasn't a very complimentary term to use. Um, I mean, I don't I don't discriminate. Like, hefty or not hefty, I don't care. Also, why am I thinking about trash bags now? Isn't that a trash bag brand? Oh my gosh, this is where my mind is going without caffeine today. So, let's uh, just move on and forget I even said that. Um, Wow, also, when I start to sing, you know the crackhead hours have really hit. Also, crackhead hours are defined as basically times when my mind is just not working properly and I get really weird and even more um, crazy than I already am. So that's where I'm at right now and it's like 4.46 p.m. Usually these don't hit until like 8 or 9 p.m. but here we are. Next thing that I always look at and this is probably one of the most important things to many people. uh, I think First of all, I have to look at the functionality and the practicality of the planner. That's ultimately what's most important to me. But at the end of the day, the style and design of the planner is also really important. And you want to make sure when you get a planner, it's something that you'll be okay living with and looking at every day for the next year. Another quick little thing I will say is a lot of planners these days that I've seen in my planner shopping experience they have more than just space to plan your days, your weeks, your months. They have goal setting space. They have space where you can just take notes or brainstorm or try to find your passions in life. And I think that's really cool that a lot of planners are doing this now. But when you're looking for a planner, it might be good to note whether or not that's something you would like in a planner because yeah, it does take up more pages. It often makes the planner a little thicker. I'm not using the word hefty anymore, although thick is not much better. Um, Although I guess I say, if I say my planner is a thick girl, does that sound better than a hefty girl? (laughs) I think we have different definitions for thick and hefty in today's society. Um, comment down below if you think my planner is thick or hefty. Um, she needs to know. What, what was I just talking about, Meredith? Oh, okay. Moving on. So if that goal setting space is important to you, I think that's definitely something I would look for in a planner. 
um, otherwise, don't worry about it. But I just wanted to bring that up because I know that is something a lot of planners are doing now that I haven't really seen much of in the past. So I'm loving that. Okay, so that's what I go through just to find a planner every year. And this year was no different. If anything, this year, it was even more of a struggle to find a planner than in years past. But I'm so glad that after weeks of scouring that web and going to Target and Michael's and uh, I don't know where else I went, I found my planner. Now that I've told you about how I've found my planner, I'm going to tell you about how I use my planner. Whoa, wild. And, you know, I kind of already hinted at how I put like my classes and my big events on Google Calendar. And so I put the daily things in my planner, but I just kind of wanted to walk you through what my planner has in it and how I kind of try to make the most of it and use it all. So I was just talking about that goal setting space and brainstorming space that a lot of planners have. Well, that is the first thing that my planner has in it. And I was so excited about that because at the beginning of the year, I just went for it and just filled out everything I could that it had at the beginning of the planner. And it's funny because last week I just sat here and talked about how I'm not doing New Year's resolutions and I'm just going for a word of the year and that has worked really well for me in the past. And then right after I finished recording, I was like, okay, time to plan my 2021 and get my new planner set up. And the first thing in it was set your goals for the year. And of course, I just had to set some goals for the year. So I know I said I was not doing resolutions. I did write down some goals for the year because my planner had the space for it and I wasn't just going to leave it blank. So I did that. Um, But first, it wanted me to start with the big picture and it says it's important to do the big picture because it gives your life direction. I I think somebody needs that here. So I was like, I'm in. And I used every single line of that page to talk just kind of about my dreams in life, my ideas about the life I want to live, and my vision of what the coming year could be. And it literally said, use the space to brainstorm. So I brainstormed the heck out of that page and that was really fun. And then I set my goals for the year, which was also actually pretty fun. And I didn't think it would be because I had just totally roasted resolutions last week. But then I realized, you know what, there are some things that I could still make as goals for the year without taking away the importance of my word, if that makes sense. Because I realized that all of these little goals that I wrote down for myself really align with my word confidence very nicely. So I could achieve these goals just by, you know, living out my word a little bit more every day. My planner kind of separates goals into like five categories. We have personal goals, family, friends, and relationship goals, heart and spirit goals, financial goals, and work, career, or study goals. So I'm not going to share all my goals, but a few that I'll share. I mean, I kind of had some, why do I keep wanting to say hefty? I kind of had some hefty goals up there in the personal category. I'm just going to say it. One of them was to get eight hours of sleep every night. So far though, 
I've done it. That's probably because I'm on winter break, but whatever, I've done it. It has been a week. I have succeeded so far, and I do feel a lot better when I get eight hours of sleep. That's kind of what my body needs. I wish I was one of you people who could get, like, three hours of sleep every night and thrive, but I'm not in that population. So that's a little personal goal for me. I have goals of how much water to drink every day, how much I want to work out every week, things like that under my personal goals. I also have a lot of social goals this year because I've been doing a lot of reflecting lately on my social life and how I am struggling a bit in that area. We won't go into all of that this episode. I think that could be a whole series in itself, but I kind of wrote down some social goals um, for just kind of reaching out to people I haven't talked to in a while and making a conscious effort to meet new people and try to forge some new friendships and connections and relationships and see where things go, which is kind of funny considering everything I just did with my dating app series. I was like, I'm done with dating apps. I don't want to meet people, but, but I do just not in that way. Okay. Moving on. Meditating and journaling every day is something super, super important to me this year. And so far I've kept up with it and I really want to keep, keep on keeping up with it because I see such a difference in my mental state when I meditate every morning and when I journal every morning. I also have a goal on here of reading one book every month. I wish I could do more, but being a full-time student, I can only read for fun, like, at very limited times, so if I can do one book a month, I'll be happy. Long story short, I kind of just really enjoyed writing all my goals down because they gave me a little bit of a sense of direction. The next page of my planner is all about designing my days, and it wants me to write down my morning routine and evening routine, which I love. I love a good routine. Nothing makes me happier than having a routine. So, of course, I just went all in and wrote down what I want to be my morning routine and what I want to be my evening routine. Of course, these are in an ideal world, which, of course, we're trying to make our world ideal this year. That's the kind of energy we want, but I thought that was really cool that my planner had a place for that. Um, and then it has a page for staying on course and, you know telling you to review your goals and whatnot. And then it also has all of these little, it has a list of things with check boxes that will help you set up your planner. Like, have you written down all the important birthdays? Have you written down all the trips that you have planned? Haha, <laughs> that's funny for the state our world is in right now. Um, anyway, class schedules, school and church events, like everything you have going on. Have you written that down in your planner? And you have a place to check it off when you have. And so it's like, wow, thank you, planner. You're just helping me figure out my life one thing at a time. And then it goes into the planning section. So I thought I would share kind of those fun little goal setting things that my planner had laid out because I just think it's so cool when planners do that. I'm just a nerd like that. And I wanted that in my planner. So that's what I did. <laughs> but then it gets into the monthly spread for the first month in the planner, January 2021. And then it gets right into the daily spread. 
And so the daily pages on my planner, I'll just quickly go over everything on them. The left side of each page has today's schedule. So it starts at 6 a.m. and goes until 8 p.m., which is, you know, a little different than my schedule. I wish I could say I got up at 6 a.m. every day. Something I want to work on is getting up a little earlier, but not quite 6 a.m. That's that's not where I'm at. But 8 p.m., that, that's good. That's good <laughs> because I'm a grandma. So it has 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. on there. And it also has a section just called tonight. I don't know if that's after 8 p.m. or what, but you can just write down what you have going on at night, which for me is usually nothing. Um, so that's a waste of space, but whatever. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love my planner. Love you, girl. Anyway, that's on the left side, and then there is a to-do section in the middle. The to-do section also has a place where you can put today's top three things that you want to get done, which I really like that mentality because a lot of the times I just find myself writing down 50 million things that I have to get done, but it's really hard to prioritize that way because I just see this long list of gunk that just came from my pen and I don't want to do anything with it. Even though it was fun to write, it's just not fun to look at. And so having the top three can kind of help ground me and make sure that I'm on track for the three things that I got to get done that day. So I'll write those in the top three. And then on the right, I just write notes throughout the day. Another thing I really love about my planner is each day has its own quote. Oh my goodness, I love me a good quote. And it has a gratitude section at the bottom, which is something I'm doing in my journaling, but I also just love having it right there because it's always important to remember what you're grateful for and everything you have in your life. I don't want to get too deep here, but gratitude has helped me so much. Just just saying. So that's kind of what my planner has on each day's page. I will have the link in the show notes and description if you're watching on YouTube of the planner I have, if I can find it. I'm sure it's on Target's website. So I'll try to link it down below and show you guys what it looks like if you're interested in seeing it, because I know it's hard to get a really good visual of a planner unless you see it yourself. I just kind of want to end off this episode by talking about how my planner has really helped me succeed so far. It all so, goes back to what I was talking about last week. I know you're probably like, Meredith, how does this even connect? But I wanted to start out the year very generally, very broadly thinking about what I wanted for the year and what word I wanted to kind of guide me through the year. And for me, that word was confidence. For you, it might be something different. But I thought that was a great way to start the year and kind of help me struggle less in my life this year. But I can only be confident if I have a resource to help me achieve my goals, to help me stay on track with what I have going on in my life. And that's what a planner has done for me. And it's just an awesome way to have started my year. And I will keep using it throughout the rest of this year. So I guess all that goes to say, if you don't have a planner, please let this be your official advertisement to go buy a planner. Go buy yourself a planner and let me know how you are using your planner if you have one. I would love to kind of compare and take notes and see what I can learn from you guys too because you all have very 
inspirational tips and perspectives. And this is going to kind of conclude my little New Year's series because I feel like at this point everybody's kind of tired of talking about the new year and if I keep going too long then it's just not going to be the new year anymore. But get ready because next week we're coming back with a full brand new series and this one's going to be kind of interesting. I of course started the podcast with a bang with that online dating series. This series was kind of taking a step back, getting a little chilled out after that whole situation, but next week we're going right back into the craziness and I can't wait for you to see what I have in store. Thank you so much again. I will talk to you all next week and until then, stay genuine and bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Let Me Figure Out My Life Real Quick. Did you figure out your life yet? Nah, don't worry, me neither. If you want to keep figuring out your life, follow me on social media at Miss Genuine Girl, subscribe to my YouTube channel at Meredith Mistro, and check out my book, Practice Makes Imperfect, to keep figuring out your life with me. And don't forget to tune into next week's episode because... I will still have some figuring out to do, and I want you to be there with me. Have a great week. I'll see you next time.